We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in. Tuesday, Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here with you this morning. Ole Miss Baseball, Louisiana Tech, 4 o'clock today for the first of two. Midweek action at Swayze Field between the Rebels and the Bulldogs. They're in Minnesota this weekend, playing Maryland again on Friday. Minnesota, 7 o'clock on Saturday, 3 o'clock on Friday for uh, for the Terrapins. And then one thirty on Sunday against the Nebraska Cornhuskers to close the week there, playing three Big Ten teams. Today, we're going to talk some basketball. Chris Dortch, Blue Ribbon Yearbook, joining us. We will uh, talk about the Ole Miss job, landscape of college basketball, and more coming up on one of the segments of the show a show brought to you every day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Remember, home baseball series and another one of those in a couple weeks against Purdue. You can win four box seats to that game. All you have to do is you uh, you get on the internet, you get on Twitter, you get on social media, you tag the Oxford Exxon, you use the hashtag RebelReady, say whatever you want to other than that, pictures, whatever, and you get a chance to, uh, to win. You can be chosen. Again, four seats for the series finale all season long at Swayze Field, including next uh, weekend against the Purdue Boilermakers. More Big Ten teams in for uh, for that one. So lunch specials, ribs, you know the score there at the Oxford Exxon. Again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 is the number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get to quote. The rest completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that is hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Chris Dortch, other guests, join on the MyPerfectFranchise.net hotline. If you're a displaced corporate executive, you're wanting to put your career in your own hands, if you're an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify, Andy can help. Uh, Andy Ludicky, he owns multiple franchises and businesses. He uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy, put your life, your career in your own hands, 100% free, got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net or contact Andy at uh, Andy at myperfectfranchise.net or 404-973-9901. So 
we're we'll talk to Chris in a little while uh, on, on the show pre-recorded, so you'll you'll get that both in podcast form and uh, here in the stream. Question though that I it's worth mentioning. Uh, Drew says no one chases journalists. What's your opinion of the far Pat McAfee lawsuit? Pat McAfee admitted on his uh, show or podcast yesterday he's officially been served by uh, Brett Favre in this defamation suit going on in Mississippi. Um, all stemming on a we don't have time on this one podcast a welfare um scandal scenario that's been going on in the state for for quite a while um why is far suing mcafee what did, okay so what McAfee yeah, I'll, I'll get there if you want to find out more about whatever go to mississippi today i think they even have a tab anna wolf has done a phenomenal job on this you can read all the stories you would like to on the welfare scandal to this point so reading here and this is the easiest way to do it i could do it in my own words but i would not be as concise the Associated Press uh, reporting that Favre had filed lawsuits against McAfee, Fox Sports, Shannon Sharp, and Mississippi State Auditor Shad White due to alleged defamation when discussing Favre's welfare scandal on their respective platforms, including what the lawsuit referred to as a, quote, outrageous media campaign by White. The lawsuit alleged McAfee alleges, or sorry, the lawsuit against McAfee alleges the former All-Pro punter had used, quote, outrageous falsehood against Favre, such as calling the 53-year-old a thief and someone stealing from poor people in Mississippi. McAfee, though, responded publicly to the law school, lawsuit, took a jab at Favre in his show, and said, I'll see you in court. He also reveals the demands from Favre's legal team, which allegedly included erasing libraries of YouTube videos and social media posts that mentioned the Hall of Fame quarterback while issuing a public apology. So that's, uh, that's going on. Uh, here's the deal. I haven't paid much attention to it because... A, I don't think there's a case just in general. Um, and two, Favre would 100% be um, considered someone of celebrity note. And when yes. doing that, proving defamation or libel or anything along those lines is incredibly complicated in, in, in a court of law. It's um, trying to dumb it down. Strict scrutiny applies, which means that the person was wrong, knew they were wrong, and had malicious intent in being wrong. You have to prove all three of those falsehoods when you are a, a famous person or celebrity suing someone for defamation. Um, it is a very high bar to pass, and there's nothing I've seen in this whatsoever that would lead me to believe that McAfee would be in legal trouble in that in that in that that scenario at all. No, um, no. I mean, it, it, it. He'd also have to be wrong. <laughs> well, that was number one. Yeah. <laughs> We're done here, Your Honor. <laughs> yeah, Favre would have to prove the statements aren't true, prove that he knew that McAfee knew they weren't true, and prove that McAfee had malicious intent to harm Favre in the process. No, no way. I just I, I can't see any uh, any way that's the uh, that's the case. So yeah, I mean I I found interest in it because I've just sort of been watching it like a car wreck a little bit, but beyond that. I got nothing. And yeah, I, my hunch is this is thrown out at, yeah. at some point. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty good about Feel it. Feel good about that bet. <laughs> kind of along the lines of Alabama making the NCAA tournament. I feel pretty good about it. I mean, yeah. Anyway, uh, real quick. Oh, I'm curious. Dan Wilkin and the word phenomenal in the same sentence. What's it about? I don't know. I, I got lost in there. It's a busy stream this morning for going there, too. It is. Goodness gracious. Trying to figure out what that was. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Real quick, 
people keep asking this because they saw pictures of it yesterday. Um, U.S. Bank Stadium, where the Vikings play, it's where the baseball tournament is this weekend. The field looks really weird from a dimension standpoint, and it is a little weird, but it's not as weird as it looks like in the photo. Um, mm-hmm. Just quickly, the dimensions of this thing for this weekend, just so everybody calms down a little bit, is uh, 328 to left, pretty normal. 375 to left center, pretty normal. Center field, 400. Now, right field does have some porches. Right field is 350 and 300 to the oh. alley in the in the line. However, left field to center field in the middle is an eight-foot wall. Center field to right field is a 34-foot wall. So it is wall protected. But, oh. yes, it, there will be balls off the wall this weekend because it's only 300 down the line. That's I mean, think Kentucky baseball kind of situation where there is definitely a porch over there. Some plays at second base if you play Catch it, it right. off the wall correctly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, kind of a Fenway deal going on here except the other, the other side, so. All turf, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it looks weird. It looks really, really weird. But it's it's a good experience for the players. They get to go to Minneapolis. It's what's the temperatures in Minneapolis this weekend? Do well, you know? I mean, they've had the big severe blizzard all week last yeah. week, so I don't know. I've been to Minneapolis in March. It was cold. Me too. It was cold. I told you it was twenty. It was twenty two inches of snow on the ground when I landed. Oh, for that baseball tournament in two thousand seven. You had to call multiple cab companies to get somebody to get you to take you to like dinner because some of them just weren't operating in the in the weather as they were up there. Yeah, yeah. No, it was like in your. I mean, you're slipping and sliding and <clears throat> stuff like that. Uh, the weather this weekend in Minneapolis: thirty five degrees high on Friday, thirty six high on Saturday, thirty seven high on Sunday. Uh, cloudy and clear all three days. Oh, that's not bad at all. No, you're that's you're nice. okay. Lows of twenty seventeen and twenty eight. Oh, that's not bad. The three days. That's not bad at all. That's pretty pleasant, actually, they, for March. They, will they turn the chillers on? No, no, chillers won't be on. You won't get the chillers? But maybe the heat won't be blasting so bad. We never, we hardly ever turn our heat on in the house. Our like average, at all? Like hardly at all. Really? Yeah. Why? I think because we all kind of like sleeping cold. Um. Yeah, you can watch the games this weekend. I don't, I don't have the specifics in front of me some of you people will have the option to have the big 10 streaming package on your cable provider so you can use big 10 plus or whatever it is for their thing uh there is also a big 10 baseball package you can buy for a month or a year and i think you can even do like single team packages or something the one thing if you're going to do that i would have you try is it's possible you could get minnesota's and get the whole tournament since they're the host school i don't know that but you probably should at least check that out. But yes, there are there are ways to get it. I just don't. I have not looked into it yet to to get there. It's it's only Tuesday. We've got seventy two hours before that becomes relevant. So at some point, but a lot of you guys on your cable networks or streaming services, you will have Big Ten as an option to upgrade for a month or a week or a day or whatever that that looks like. Uh, just because I mean, this is covering bases, and we have as long as how many ever days before Keith Carter makes a hire. Whenever that is, whether it be tomorrow or I'd be shocked if it's tomorrow. Me too. Three months. But we've talked about Beard so much, talked about Wade so much. Just going around the landscape, probably worth hitting on some other guys, whether we're missing something, whether we're not, but he's out there. Chris Mack, who is unemployed currently. Mm -hmm. He was let go from the University of Louisville during their scandal situation. I put him on the hot board, didn't I? 
you were you were supposed to. I don't know. I haven't I'm pretty actually, sure. I, I, I read over the hot board that one day, but I don't remember reading. I'm pretty sure that. I did. I'm about to go make sure. Okay, he should be on the hot board if he's not. But, I'm, I'm almost yeah. positive he is. Okay. I'm looking. I got to pull it up. I need to update it and push it back out. Shane and Terry and Ketchum are fighting each other. I didn't see that. Yeah, there was something over ratings and algorithms and whatever. Uh, whatever. I, I had a hard time getting to the point of caring when it came to that fight yesterday. Yeah. It would be impossible for me to get there. So I've got Beard, Forbes, Ford, Holtman, Kelsey, Mac. Yeah, Mac's on there. Okay. Yeah. Ryan Marshall says, Chase, there's a yellow line horizontally across the right field wall. Any significance to that? I I got nothing. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's a valid question I will ask, but I, I, I don't know. Friday will be the first time I have seen baseball played at U.S. Bank Stadium, so I cannot. Are you going? No, no. 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 Um, I was contemplating, but no. Got other stuff going on. Um, Trying to not travel a stupid amount over the next month or so. Uh, all right, so Chris Mack, he was an assistant at Xavier for a long time from Cincinnati. He was a really good player in the Cincinnati kind of system, um, high, high school system. He played at Evansville for a couple of years, played at Xavier the last couple of years, and then became head coach in 2009, I guess. Was that replacing Miller? I think so. Is that right? He was at Xavier for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine seasons. They made the NCAA tournament all but one year, eight of nine times. They made the NCAA tournament outside of the first four all but one time. Yeah, first four he, is very – Three sweet 16s and one elite eight That is Xavier. Correct. Yes, that is correct. Uh, and won a, won a game in it every time but one. Mm-hmm. He only, he went one and one and out only once during the course of Xavier. At Xavier, he went two fifteen and ninety seven overall, six sixty nine percent, and then one hundred five forty nine in um, their conference, which had been a combination. They were in the A ten and they moved to the Big East before the two thousand thirteen two thousand fourteen season. They were the team that beat Ole Miss in the I guess technically second round of the two thousand fifteen NCAA tournament after Ole Miss knocked off BYU in the play in game. They uh, they lost to the Musketeers. There was the big white kid. I can't remember his name that went off that day. It was really really good. I don't remember. His you name. don't remember? I, I remember the that game. Was in Jacksonville, right? It was. You I'm, had to get there and the whole overnight Paul Revere kind of thing. Yeah, but. I remember the game, but I don't remember details of the game. Okay, Xavier was better than Ole Miss. Yes, from the opening tip. Yeah, they were really. You good. You could tell it. And then he goes to Louisville for the eighteen nineteen season. Signs a $4 million deal with the Cardinals. And he goes uh, 20 and 14, 24 and 7 the first two seasons, 10 and 8 and 15 and 5 in the ACC. He makes the NCAA tournament, loses in the first round, then the COVID year where there was no tournament, but they would have been a pretty high seed. I mean, they were, they were quite good. They were second in the ACC that season. And then the next year was the very shortened year, whatever. They go 13 and 7, 8 and 5 in the ACC. And then. All the stuff with Patino starts coming out. Louisville starts getting into their mess. This is that deal where the shoe thing happened. All the people got arrested and sanctioned, and we were talking about whether there was federal crimes involved in it and all that stuff. So that affected Patino and Louisville, but then it's kind of a weird deal. When you go back and read it, 
And I guess I, I don't remember this meal. Maybe you can help me a little bit in real time or back when the day and what everybody thought. But basically Louisville said that the place had become too toxic for Mac to continue at that point. And what he actually got in trouble for was university policy on firing somebody. Cause there was an, ex, there was an assistant coach caught up in that Louisville scandal. Dino Gaudio. Yes. And Mac recorded the conversation when he called him to essentially fire him. There was some extortion involved in all this. Gaudio was, was threatening to extort Louisville. Yes. And, Mac, without telling Gaudio, recorded the conversation. And now, was that simply school policy? Because in Mississippi, you can do that. It's a one-party state. I don't know. Well, I guess not because he wasn't legally in trouble. He was just school policy in trouble. Yeah. So Kentucky might be a one-party state too. Yeah, I I don't I don't know all the details, but he he, he was threatened. Gaudio threatened him. Yeah. In a recording, Gaudio it. told Mac he would expose violations if not paid the remainder of his salary. Yeah. The NCAA alleged that Mac, quote, either participated in, condoned, or negligently disregarded violations regard- involving graduate assistants and others' participation in practice, as well as the creation and use of personalized recruiting videos and aids. Oh, my God. Let's all, I mean, oh, Jesus. Yeah, and the IARP cleared him, basically. They said that any violations that he committed were isolated and inadvertent and did not provide Louisville with a uh, recruiting or competitive advantage. So he got cleared. I mean, he's good to go if you want to hire him. He's 53. He's a damn good coach. He's been doing a lot of media. He's good at it. He seems very content. He seemed content from, like, the jump. I mean, he went, okay, fine. I'll do something. I'm cool. Yeah. Like, he... I read a lot of stories this morning right after he had gotten fired, and he hadn't... I mean, okay, cool. Next thing. Sweet. Well, to this point, he has not, at least publicly, and that doesn't mean anything necessarily, he has not publicly expressed any real interest in returning. There's just this assumption that he will coach again, but there are other people that think he's just going to do TV, that he's really good at it. He made a bunch of money. He was good with his money. He's lived in Cincinnati and Louisville his entire professional life, basically. I don't know. I mean, I know... Or I was told, I guess, that a competitor mentioned Chris Mack uh, pretty vocally yesterday. But I, I've not, I'll be honest, I haven't heard that. That is not a name that has come up in uh, my conversations, which doesn't mean that I'm right at all. But I'm not. I, I, and look, there are people who I trust when I believe they are telling me something or hinting at something. But as with most things at this point, Keith Carter, in traditional ways that we have covered a lot of coaching searches over the year has been very buttoned up. Yeah. Has said very little to anyone. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll go on record as saying he has said absolutely nothing to me. I mean, it, it's, it's quiet. So, so I have a hard time believing that, that Keith is talking to other media outlets and just telling them yeah. the play by play. Yesterday, all I heard was Chris Beard. Now, is that because that's what people are trying to will into existence? Could be. Is it because Beard is talking somewhat? Yes. Um, I, I talked to uh, I talked to people in Austin yesterday, and they said that Chris Beard and Ole Miss have been linked there for about a month. And that could be because I started writing about Chris Beard about a month ago. Could be as simple as that. I think I was writing about Chris Beard before anybody else was. I don't say that like I'm bragging. I just, there was a natural connection there when Ole Miss started losing. At some point, you're like, hey, 
could you hire Chris Beard? Sure. We do a podcast. Sometimes you have to come up with material. Um, but I heard a lot of beard yesterday. That doesn't. That could mean a lot. It could mean nothing. I do wonder a little bit because it was mentioned in the stream, and it's 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 a valid point. Is Mac looks over here from his media spots, and unless it's something he really wants to do, goes. Eh, college athletics are pretty freaking complicated these days. I'm all right. No thanks. He does not, and like this is probably not fair because the next time I talk to Chris Mack will be the first. He doesn't appear to be that guy that just has that immediate itch that just can't do anything else and let it go. Like no. does happen in college athletics a lot. No, he'll freely tell you based yeah. on based on podcasts and stuff that that's not who he is. He he like he has enjoyed the time with his family. Mm-hmm. Um, he got four million or something when he got fired at Louisville. They yeah, paid him. He's good. He, I mean, I. If I'm, I mean, look, if you're Keith Carter and you've got this time, and look, Keith's had a lot of time. Not to rub salt in the wound, but since December the 20th, he has yeah. known this was coming. I'm sure he's done his homework. Um, if you told me they've hired a search firm privately to do some vetting, I'd buy it. They have a search firm on retainer, Ole Miss does. Okay. They keep one just for yeah. anything that does pop up. So they're probably done some stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, he'd be a guy that you'd want to talk to. I'd, I'd want to make sure that he was itching to go because it, it's it's going to be a it's going to be a roster rebuild in a part of the country that he's probably not super familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, he he watches a lot of basketball. He knows the portal probably. He will know the guys that get in the portal. He makes sense. Again, I mean. I don't know who mentioned. I think it was Ben Garrett mentioned. Him. If he was really interested, to me, he makes more sense than Holtman. Yeah, I think that feels more palatable to me. And it's not just because he's had a bad year. Yeah, there's a ceiling on Chris Holtman's tenure at Ohio State that when it translates to Ole Miss, I go, okay. But what does that mean here? Does that mean you're an NIT coach here? Yeah, right. Because Ohio State puts resources into men's basketball. Yeah, well, and he's had players. Yeah, I mean, you know, he had a he had a he lottery, lottery pick just last year. I mean, I get it. I mean, look, uh, Chris Mack would make a ton of sense. I mean, he's very smart, pretty mm-hmm. good with media. He'd be, probably be fun to yeah. cover. Um, I, I'm, I'm guessing. I've never met him. But he hasn't done anything since then. I mean, it's been, no, it's been, it's a, been minute. a minute Yeah, when he got fired from Louisville in the early part of 2022 is when that happened. Again, 14 games into the season at that point. And he had been suspended even prior to that. They had they had suspended him for a little while, cost him a couple hundred thousand in salary, and then removed him right after that. So sometime about this time of the year, um, a year ago. So it's when Chris Mack was done. So anyway, we'll get Chris Dorch's opinion here in a minute on the uh, show. If we do that, I'll tell you about G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area and they offer MedSync. If your prescription is the same day each month, then take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy. One delivery, and you have everything you need when you need it with G&M. They can also transfer your medications easily. One phone call, they take care of the rest. So whether that be with Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs or G&M here locally in Oxford, that's 662-236-2222. We're also brought to you by Walk-On Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine, po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. I'll let walk-ons take care of all of your tailgating needs next season when that rolls around as well. 
Uh, order online at walkons.com or on their convenient Walkons app, especially the uh, Walkons in Oxford or Ridgeland. If you're in those areas, stop by and uh, make that a part of your routine. We'd appreciate it. The College Corner is your one-stop Rebel Shop, two locations in the Jackson area. In Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. You can also go to collegecornerstore.com. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram with the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. Brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, Batesville, the surrounding areas, call Comer at 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or uh, that area, call uh, our friends at Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1. Shop now at astock.bid or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. If you want it, bid it, win it. And we're brought to you by Solutions RX. I was telling you uh, yesterday about prescription support. They also have all sorts of supplements, vitamins, um, just things to kind of keep you fresh, keep you sharp, keep you healthy. It's available all across uh, Mississippi at independent pharmacies or on their website, solutionsrx.com. Type in the promo code OEP at checkout. Get 10% off your first order. Podcast also brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. Baseball back in action for 2023. So show your support for their efforts on the field this season by signing up for the Pledge Per Win and Pledge Per Home Run campaigns. Donations are charged every Monday. Allocated in your blue priority point total and up to 90% tax deductible. You can sign up today by visiting give2athletics.com slash donate or call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation at 662-915-7159. Remember, Morgan Wallen concert tickets on sale. It's in April at Vaughn Hemingway Stadium, the same weekend as Ole Miss and LSU, Saturday night, Sunday night. Tickets available at good prices for both nights. You can get those at morganwallen.com. So now we are going to uh, – Go to Chris Dorch, Nils' conversation with him. Again, Blue Ribbon, your book, longtime college basketball junkie here joining us on the podcast. Chris Dorch of College Basketball, Blue Ribbon, your book, joins us. Blue Ribbon, College Basketball, your book. It's the uh, Bible of uh, college basketball. has been for a long time. Chris has been doing it for uh, ages, knows just about everybody in college basketball and pro basketball as well. Chris, thanks so much for being with us. Thanks for having me, man. All right, uh, let's dive into this. I mean, you probably have a lot of thoughts about what went wrong, what went right with Ole Miss and Kermit Davis. Um, and, and feel free if there's just something that's just burning on the tip of your tongue to get off to get to, to talk about it. But I really want to get your thoughts, your perspective on where Ole Miss goes from here. Uh, it's As we tape this, it's the Monday uh, before the SEC tournament. This time next week, people will be starting to make their plans to get to Nashville Ole Miss for the fifth time in the last six years, I think, or some fourth time in the last six years playing on Wednesday night, which is not the night you want to play on. You want to play on Friday and Saturday, not Wednesday. Um, a lot of talk about Will Wade, the former LSU coach. A lot of talk about Chris Beard, the former Texas coach, two people that I know you know both of them. You know people connected to both of them. Uh, what are your sort of uh, thoughts on where Ole Miss goes from here? What are you hearing well, I'll tell you what, I, I think this, the slam dunk sure thing is Chris Beard. And, you know, you and I both know what he what he was accused of at Texas. I don't condone violence against anyone, least of all women or children. 
but there was no charges filed. His fiance dropped charges. So uh, if if uh, you know Ad Carter wanted to uh, wanted to justify that, I, I think he he could. I think coaches have rehabilitated. Uh, you only look need to look cross state. You know, Chris Jans had some off the court issues at Bowling Green after doing a great job there in his only season. And, you know, he went back to Wichita State as an assistant for a while, went to New Mexico State and proved to everybody that he really can coach and he really can, you know, rehabilitate a career. And now he's at Mississippi State with a chance. Honestly, he inherited a scorched earth roster and now he's got a chance to get to the NCAA. So you can rehabilitate your uh, your career. And, and I think Chris Beard would be – a slam dunk hire. Uh, who knows what sort of offers he'll get, but the chance to be in a power conference, the chance to one day play Texas again, and even though it's your alma mater, to stick it to him. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but I just think if you're looking at all the names that, that are being tossed out and you were to pick one that without a doubt would get it done, it would be Chris Beard. I mean, Little Rock, uh, I forget what they were before he got there, something like 11 and 16. They win 30 in his only year. Uh, he turns Texas around, gets him to the final four in his second or third year. I mean, Texas Tech. And, uh, you know, he was on a similar path with Texas before all all the off-the-court issues. So, to me, uh, that's your guy. So, whether they can get past his issue, his issues off the court is another matter. Here's what's interesting. We've talked about this for a month now, it feels like, because obviously it was, it was pretty obvious early in the year. I think Ole Miss started one and six, one and seven, whatever it was in the SEC. You could sort of, you, you knew where this was headed. Um, you don't even get a chance at a Chris Dorch if there's no baggage. If there's no baggage, Chris Dorch is at Texas making $6 million a year. And if Ole Miss had the audacity to call the the laughter on the other end of the phone would have been the only thing you would have heard before they hung up. Um, right. You know, he, he might have said, I have an assistant you should talk to. That'd be about as far as it would go. You can get a Chris Beard today. Obviously, there's baggage attached. Put the baggage aside for a moment. And, and like you, I'm not minimizing it at all. But just for the sake of the conversation, the basketball coach, what is it about him that makes him so universally acclaimed? Well, I've got a theory, and that is uh, more ADs need to hire coaches who have JUCO backgrounds. Uh, you look at Chris Jans, you look at Steve Forbes, at first at ETSU and then Wake Forest. You look at a Chris Beard. You look at a Mark Adams at, at Texas Tech. I think coaches that cut their teeth at the JUCO level, which, as you know, they start from scratch every year, uh, and they just learn to make do. And they learn uh, early on the concept of chemistry building. And they're quick fix artists. I promise you, if they hired a guy like Chris Beard, well, let's just say they hired Chris Beard. And if no one left that roster, they would win over 20 and, and be in a postseason tournament next year. I promise you that. His uh, track record suggested. It's just, I think that JUCO background uniquely qualifies coaches and more ADs need to get in tune with this. ADs want to win the press conference, but there's coaches out there that have toiled at levels lesser than D1 that can coach 
you know, they can coach some of these guys that have D1 jobs under the table. And I think Chris Beard, again, Chris Jans has proven it. Uh, Steve Forbes has proven it. Time and again, they rebuild their roster year to year because that's what they're used to. They're, they're used to doing that at the JUCO level. And that tells me, A, they're good talent evaluators. B, they get a quick buy-in. And C, they can develop chemistry within their teams. And so that's why I think if, if they are Chris Beard, problems are over for a long time uh, until he such time as he leaves or maybe they'll make it well enough to where he won't leave because I read an interesting uh, fact that uh, Ole Miss effectively spends uh, about the same amount of money on basketball as Tennessee does. So it's not for lack of facilities. I think that that gym is, is one of the best. Uh, when I was down there for a visit a couple of years ago, Kermit showed me adjacent. All he has to do is step out the door of his office and he's in his practice facility. Uh, Ole Miss is a great university. Oxford is a cool town. I mean, they got everything going for it except uh, history in the SEC. So, so why haven't they won? Because you're right, they've invested in it. Is it is it yeah. is it just NIL money now? I mean, what is it that's that's prevented Kermit from having success? And I mean, he had, he got off to a, a good start in year one, and then it just it never happened again. Yeah, I you know that surprises me because I I really thought it was a good fit. Kermit is from there, you know. Uh, as you know, he his father coached, and he was at Mississippi State. He knew the state. I don't know. I, I think it just could be a style. Uh, Kermit is a disciplinarian. And, you know, it worked for him at Middle Tennessee State. And it probably worked because he recruited a lot of JUCO kids. He recruited a lot of transfers who were probably on their last chance. Yeah. And they had to they had to uh, buy in with the program or that was it for them. Uh, here, as, as you see by the transfer portal, guys, even a Jarkel Joyner who – not only left his hometown, but his hometown university uh, to leave there. It just wasn't working out. Um, so that could be it. I think X is an O-wise. He's a good – Kermit's a good coach. He's a great guy. But uh, I think it's just the way, uh, you know, styles and how you handle your players. And, and maybe that's it. I'm just speculating, but maybe that's it. Beard is so highly thought of as a coach. Would he – Let's let's just say Ole Miss hires him. He's able to put together, I would think, a pretty strong staff. I've already heard some names, so I think that's potentially down the road a little bit. Um, I would think he would have some scheduling advantages, even at Ole Miss, that maybe could schedule in a way that that maybe his predecessors were unable to do here, where you kind of created some opportunities for you. You look at, you know, you look at Arkansas, you look at Auburn, a couple of teams that are sort of five hundred in the league ish. I don't have the records in front of me, but that feels about right. And they both have incredibly good uh, net right now because, especially Arkansas, because of the quality of the schedule that they played. Yeah. Ole Miss has always had a hard time doing that. I would assume that with Beard at the helm, it would be a little easier to uh, to do that. Um, I mean, he checks a he basically checks every box, right? Every box except you know the, the issue that happened on that night in, in December or, or wherever it was where. By all accounts, uh, snapped out of character, uh, and all I know is is that he no charges were filed 
So if, if an athletic director wanted to justify that, uh, uh, hiring, I, I, I think you could. Now, again, I don't condone if anything happened like that at all. And, uh, it would be a real tough decision if I were the AD, whether I do it or not. But, you know, your question was a simple one. Who do they hire? Uh, who's a slam dunk and it's Chris Beard. There's no question about it. Let's say for the sake of the conversation that they decide that they just can't do it. They, they just can't justify it. They can't for PR standpoint, whatever the case may be. What do you hear about Will Wade and the NCAA case, the IARP ruling, all of that stuff. They had the, the hearing last week or so in, in, in Dallas A rulings expected in May or June, but, I'm of the opinion you probably could find out here in the next few weeks what that ruling is likely to be. Do you do you hear any scuttle as to what's going to, to ultimately come down against Wade and LSU? You know, that's behind closed doors, but um, most of the coaches who got taped by the FBI ha- have managed to wriggle free without show causes. I don't know in terms of severity uh, versus, say, a Sean Miller or a Bill Self or whatever how will stuff stacked up. Uh, I don't know. I, I like Will. I've known him a long time. Uh, I'm of the opinion that uh, he did not have to resort to anything beyond the NCAA rule book because I think he's that smart. I think he's that connected. I think he's one of the hardest workers in college basketball. I mean, you could call him at at 6 a.m. or 3 a.m. and likely to catch him, you know, wide awake and working. So I don't know. I, I, he, he's a guy that could get it done too. But I think in terms of the NCAA, he, Chris Beard has no NCAA baggage. Yeah. Uh, he's got the, the court of public perception. Will's got that uh, going against him. And, and, and he's got this, what if uh, with the NCAA now, the NCAA has been known to, uh, I, I always remember uh, the Jerry Tarkanian line, the NCAA got mad at Kentucky and they gave Cleveland State uh, three years probation, no postseason. Uh, they've been known to make uh, a display case with, with individuals. Uh, I don't think they could get away with that with Sean Miller. I don't think they could get away with that with the great Bill Self. Will Wade maybe a different animal. So that's one that I honestly don't think I would, would touch. I I really don't. A year ago, Chris Holtman's name was being bandied about. If Ole Miss had moved on from Kermit Davis, Uh, Ohio state was in the tournament. Uh, He had Malachi Branham on that team. He's been able to recruit pretty well at Ohio state. He's been able to win pretty consistently, not to the second weekend level that they aspire for there, but they've made the tournament consistently, a lot of round of 32 exits. Uh, I know there were some public comments that he and the president there on the same page now, and they've had a bad season. They just beat Illinois on Sunday. I think it was their fourth Big Ten win of the year. Uh, do you do you buy the, the uh, I guess, some of the rumblings out of Columbus that everything's good now and that Chris Holtman and, and Ohio State are, are – are happy together, or do you still think there might be some legs to this? Well, what I do know for sure is that uh, Ohio State has an abrupt trigger. Uh, Thad Mata, you know, he had some personal health issues. Uh, 
an abrupt departure. Jim Foster, uh, the women's coach, all he did there was go to the Sweet 16 every year and graduate 100% of his players, 100%. Now, that's just so flies in the face of what they tell you about academics and athletic success, and they fired him. So uh, they've got an itchy trigger finger there, and Chris Holtman, I guarantee you, knows that. And uh, he may be wanting to get out ahead of the posse. And I think he'd be a great choice at Ole Miss. I think he's an excellent head coach and a good guy. Uh, He's never had a a sniff of NCAA impropriety. So, yeah, I mean, you got to keep that in the back of your mind if you're Chris Holtman, that Ohio State has had a quick trigger finger. So I just – I wouldn't rule him out for sure. Before I move on to just a couple of quick things before we let you go, is there is there a mid-major guy or two that you've got your your eye on as, hey, this guy's a rising star? And then along those lines, a good friend of yours, Steve Forbes, was in the mix for this job the last time around. He's at Wake, yeah. he's at Wake now. I know that uh, – you know his name has popped up a little bit here, and I don't know whether that's just because it was a it was so prominent five years ago, or whether there's some smoke, or whether there's actually some fire where there's that smoke. Dude, would you would you be shocked to see Steve Forbes looking around? And then the mid major question. Hundred uh, percent. They were Ole Miss came to his home. Uh, they wanted him uh, if, and they just couldn't pull the trigger. Now Wake Forest, the AD is a friend of his. They work together at Tennessee. And he feels uh, loyalty to him. And I think he's probably at wake to stay. Okay. Uh, unless Rick Barnes were to retire and, and, and that opened up. But even then, I've asked Steve. I, I've known him for a long time. He's one of my best friends in coaching. And I, I'm not even sure Tennessee could get him. So I don't think so. As far as the mid-majors, I I think, uh, you know, Keith Carter is going to get a lot of phone calls and uh, and texts from his his old backcourt mate at Ole Miss, Mike White, on behalf of Dusty May, who's done a great job at FAU. They've won each year. He's been there every year, more games than, than they did the previous. And he inherited a scorched earth program. And now they've been in the top 25. Uh, he's certainly a candidate. And, and a guy uh, that I've known for years and really like is Casey Alexander from Belmont. Uh, he, he's a Belmont guy through and through. He played for the legendary Rick Bird. I just had a conversation with Rick Bird today, as a matter of fact, on sidelines out of bounds, uh, <laughs> which he and I do not like. Uh, he thinks you should earn every inch of the court that you're allowed. And I agree with that. We were talking about the Iowa-Indiana State women's game yesterday, which, if you saw it, was a really cool finish. But, uh, you know, Casey played for him. He coached for him for a number of years. Went down to Stetson. Was on the verge of turning that around uh, when Lipscomb came available. And then he did turn around Lipscomb. Got him to the finals of the NIT. Uh and then Belmont came open when Rick Bird retired, and he's done a great job there. And what he's done since they've moved from the OVC to the Missouri Valley is really impressive. I think they're tied for third right now, and they've won more than 20. So I think what he does translate, 
I think he's a good guy. I think he recruits well. And I really like the kind of players they recruit. Uh, contrary to what a lot of SEC coaches feel like they have to do, which is recruit length and athleticism, Casey's going to recruit basketball IQ, previous success, uh, Mr. Basketball, state championship, and shooting ability. And, and, and Steve Forbes used to tell me this, if he can't, if he don't shoot, don't recruit. And I think that's what the Belmont way is. And I think Casey Alexander would be a good choice too. I don't think he's wedded to Belmont. We've talked in the past about, you know, would he leave? Is this his dream job? And he didn't say it was his dream job. I know it was a job he coveted, but he didn't say it was his dream job. So interesting. You know, if you throw, I don't know what Ole Miss is looking at. You might know that better than me, but I'll bet it's got to be in the neighborhood of three million a year or more. And and you throw that kind of dough at him, he'll listen to you. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Last thing, uh, everybody convenes in Nashville in about a week. Two week, Another week after that, it's the NCAA tournament. Of these SEC teams... Which ones have the goods to get second weekend or further in the tournament? Uh, that's a good question. I, I think Kentucky has, has turned around uh, their problems. I know they they uh, lost to St. Peter's last year, but three other teams did too, or, or two, you know, two other teams did, and and that was not a stunning surprise. Purdue losing to them was the real stunner. So I think they've got their situation. Uh, resolved. I think Antonio Reeves, uh, those of us who know ball, kept wondering when Cal was <laughs> going to give that kid more minutes. Uh, I understand it was just a, an issue over defense, which, again, I don't, I wouldn't let defense stand in the way of playing a guy that can shoot the rock uh, for me. Uh, so I think Kentucky could. I, I think Alabama can. 
if you throw away that loss at, at, at Oklahoma, uh, they've done everything they've been expected to do. I don't think the loss at Tennessee was too surprising, except for the fact that Tennessee was without two starters. Uh, I also like Tennessee a lot. They, they've had the best defense in the country uh, pretty much all season. They've had a losing streak lately, lost two stunning, uh, you know, last-second shot-type uh, shot games in a row, which I have never seen happen in all my career in such a similar, eerily similar fashion. If they get those two kids back, and one of them came back uh, against South Carolina on Saturday, Josiah James, he comes back and shoots four or five from three and scores 18 and guarded every position on the floor. Yeah. So uh, if they get him and Julian Phillips back, I think they're they're more than capable of, of getting in that second weekend. Everybody talks about Rick Barnes's uh, postseason record, but I contend that if not for two last-second blown defensive plays at, at Tennessee in 18 or 17 and 18 or 18 and 19, I forget which, they would have been uh, elite eight or better both years, and nobody's talking about them. Yeah, Rick Barnes' postseason jinx. So that's my three. Uh, you never know. Somebody could catch fire like a South Carolina did a few years ago and got all the way to the tournament. I think what's good about the SEC is they're beating each other up on a nightly basis. And sometimes you get to the tournament and it's almost like a relief. Yeah, some of those other teams are interesting. Like, I love A&M. I know they got beat in Starkville the other night, uh, the other day, I should say. But their backcourt's terrific. Uh, yeah, Taylor, they're tough. Taylor's tough as nails, yeah. Um, you know, they, they get to the rim. They get fouled a lot. Uh, in those kind of rock fight half-court games you're going to see in the NCAAs, Every basket is important. And not only do they get to the rim a lot, they convert at a high clip. So, you know, that's a team you like, especially the, the, the energy they expend on D, too. Missouri plays a style where if they get the right draw, they could they could beat somebody. Uh, Auburn Absolutely, is, and they're aggressive. As long as they're Auburn... They're not going to play scared. Yeah, Auburn's got to avoid big guards. Big guards are a problem for them. Um, they are, and, and I really think the last couple of years... Bruce has forgotten more than I'll ever know about basketball, but I think his guards have abused the green light. Uh, you know, if yeah. there's such a thing <laughs> as abusing a greener than green light, I, I think it's all about shot selection for those guys. And if they have good shot selection, you're right. They can beat people. And then Arkansas has added Smith. If they make free throws in Tuscaloosa, they, they, probably win the game but they, they yeah, didn't. i mean th this kid this is crazy he's freshman of the week this week in the sec he scored 50 points in two games if he's healthy all year long he was blue ribbons preseason pick as national uh newcomer of the year and i know how well brandon miller has played it would have been real interesting to see who was newcomer slash maybe player of the year in the sec had nick smith uh, been healthy all year yeah, it's just going to be it's going to be a fun tournament, and um, I'm interested to see what some of these teams do. I, I agree with you on the top three. I like A and M more than a lot of people. I've liked them for a long time, so it might be me just digging into my opinion on this. But uh, we ranked them preseason, and I was stunned as anybody with their, you know, early season lack of success. But they've certainly turned it around at the right time. Chris, as always, uh, it's great to visit with you. I certainly appreciate the time very much. Thanks, buddy. Thanks to Chris Dorch for his time. We'll talk about that in a second. First, about Northeast Spark, NESPARC, 
service people across rural communities two packages the ignite the 100 mbps or the blaze the one gig that powers the clark ford studio your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband that's any spark.com 662-238-3159 phone service parental controls network security a wireless mesh extender for those who need that extra step and more so for the best internet in lafayette county as well as parts of Pontotoc and Union Counties. If you did not previously have internet, 662-238-3159. Brought to you by Dead Soxy. They've got their BOGO winter sale going on. Uh, we buy two sock bundles. You get the second bundle 50% off, or you can buy a free pair, or you get a free pair of socks with any single pair you purchase. To get the deal, just put in uh, any two bundles or any two pairs of socks in your cart. Apply the code Rebel Grove. If you've got two bundles in there, it's going to take 50% off the least expensive bundle. If you've got two pairs of socks in your car, it's going to make the least expensive pair free. Head over to deadsoxy.com, <clears throat> stock up on this incredible winter sale, and as always, stay soxy. Game Changer patches are the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. Warm-up patch used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. All natural ingredients keep you in the game, ready for the next play. GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout. For 20% off your purchase, brought to you by ACS. ACS is a complete electrical control system solution provider, a Rockwell automation recognized system integrator. To learn more, go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Brought to you by Lamons at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. Uh, Lamons has been serving the Oxford area for uh, three quarters of a century. Whatever your jewelry needs may be, they can take care of you there at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. We're also brought to you by Pinnacle, home to the Pinnacle 401k advisory services team. They'll, they'll conduct a complimentary, no obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. It's MyPinWealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N Wealth.com. And we're brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis, John is uh, part of Virtuoso. It's a worldwide network of travel partners that allows him to supply his clients with added values, unique benefits, simply not available to travelers. Just get in touch with him, give him some parameters and a budget, and he'll take care of you uh, better than you can take care of yourself in terms of uh, booking travel. Jay Edwards at regencytravel.net or 901-494-3387. Podcast also brought to you by Johnson Hill Creamery, johnsonhillcreamery.com. Small batch artisanal cheese they make in-house every single day. Charcuterie boards, catering, grazing tables, workshops, you name it, they can help you out. 662-419-9201. Cheese at johnsonhillcreamery.com and a great Instagram page, Johnson Hill Creamery. They show you how they make their cheeses, some of their different desserts, plenty of their items. You put charcuterie trays together. You can also shop right there online. So go to johnsonhillcreamery.com, see all the different options they have to purchase. They can ship. They can do plenty of things for you. Again, 662-419-9201. So Chris Dorch. They're on the uh, My Perfect Franchise hotline. What uh, what stuck out? Well, I mean. The obvious. The obvious, which is what people are thinking out there, which just makes you wonder how many times Keith Carter's heard that. I mean, there was a thread yesterday with, like, how many times can you discuss the same thing? Well, a bunch, because it's a huge decision. When you're talking about your men's basketball coach, it's a huge decision. And you've got a guy that's available that – is widely thought of as an absolute star as a coach. And you're deciding whether you can pull the trigger on it. And the only thing really stopping you from pulling the trigger on it is the backlash. That's 
if you if you're being honest, that's what it is. And trusting the future. Yeah, but mostly the backlash. Because look, Beard is 50 years old. He turned 50 about two weeks ago. If he screws up again, he's over. He's done. Not going to get a third chance. This is his last chance. And like he, we, he knows that. And we talked about this yesterday. If I'm if if I'm Keith Carter and I'm not, and I mean, not going to ask me. It's not even backlash from media. It's how does my fan base perceive it? Yeah, how do my sure. donors perceive it? How do my female constituents perceive it? It's All that. those things. It's that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's those things. Yeah, it's that. It's not. It's not, it's not Pat Forty. Who no. cares? Whatever. Pat Forty's going to blow you. Right. Up. All your thinking pieces. Christine Brennan's going to light you up. Yeah. Okay. And, then, and then they move on because another Brandon Miller will happen. Yeah. Because right now they're just Brandon Miller, just beating him up. I'm not saying it's not deserved. I'm just saying that's what they're doing. It. If you watch them, that group, they all, they all travel in packs. Basically, they're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna go after Brandon Miller. And Alabama, and frankly, Forty wrote a column on Sunday about that subject that I, I told you. I said it, it hurt me. It hurt me. But I was like, "Yep, you're right." He nodded along. Yep, went, yeah, okay. yep, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. And um, the female reporter that's uh, I can't think of her name. She wrote one too that was basically the same. Um, Nicole Auerbach, maybe it's her. She was right. They were right. Everything they said is right. Alabama's still playing him. And look, if they win the national title, it will only be marred in the eyes of the journalists who are upset about it. They'll still celebrate it in Tuscaloosa. So you know what's coming. Dan Wilkin will blow you up. But then they'll move on. Yeah, there's there'll be some there'll be something else to get offended by. So if if you're if the media is what has got you concerned, you should just throw that away because they, they they're gonna you're gonna get 48 hours of of a lashing that frankly you deserve and and then you move on. Your answer to it is yeah I know but we hired him, he's ours. That's it. And now now the fan thing is is legit. How do you address with fans and make fans? who are upset about it, who feel uncomfortable about it, how do you make them more comfortable? You know, you do the, they still do the road trip thing. Uh, to whatever the thing is, but yeah, they'll go around. You know. The you, rubber chicken circuit. You put him on the rubber chicken circuit when you go. He makes some speeches. Works the room. Works the room. Slowly but surely, you win people over and, if he wins, people get excited about winning. People get excited about winning. That's a fact. And if he wins, people will slowly convert. And some people will quickly convert. And there will be some people who will say, nope, this is, this is a bridge too far. Okay. You have to decide how many of those people there are. But look, Ole Miss plays Texas A&M tonight. It's February the 28th. Tell me how much excitement there is. I forgot it was happening until you just said that. There you go. I, it, it was not even on my radar for there you go. the day. More, there will probably be more people at a baseball game at 4 o'clock today than 
will be at a basketball game. And that's about the basketball. It's not about the baseball. Yeah, sure. Because anyone will tell you that if on February the 28th, if the baseball game you're playing is more, quote, meaningful than the basketball game you're playing, you have a problem. And it is. I mean, I don't think the Louisiana Tech Ole Miss game is going to matter much. I don't, matters more than the other one. I don't think the committee is going to look at it much come at all. end of May. I don't think it's going to weigh at all. But they're not looking at this game unless Ole Miss wins, at which point they'll go, ooh, that was a bad loss for A&M. It's meaningful for A&M tonight. Ole Miss A&M coming off that loss in Starkville on Saturday. Which was fine because that was a high net. Ole Miss's net's in the 130s, so a loss to Ole Miss tonight would be a, a wart for the Aggies. The loss in Starkville didn't hurt them from a net standpoint. A, uh, state's net's like 40, so it was fine. But there you go. It's fe- February the 28th, and the basketball game tonight will mean, mean less. And that's that's if you're, if you're Keith and the people over there that make decisions, that's got to be unacceptable. It has to be. It, ha- it, it, simply, it, it simply cannot be acceptable. And so you have an opportunity to fix it here. I'm not saying Chris Beard's the only person that could fix it because I don't think he is. I think there are other people that you could hire who could get it done. But he's there, and he's at the top of the list. And from all accounts, he wants the job. And so it's it's a big, it's a huge story. Speaking of, uh, A&M Ole Miss tonight, 8 o'clock on ESPNU for that one. A&M 13-3 in the SEC, 21-8 and in overall, and they are a five-point favorite in Oxford tonight, A&M by five. Over under of 136 in this game, so 65-ish points, 67, 68 there per team in that one. Florida's at Georgia tonight in a game that's pretty meaningless at Stegman Coliseum. Yeah, Florida minus two in that one on the road. Again, they're playing without Colin Castleton, and that killed any NCAA tournament hopes they might have had. Mm-hmm. Arkansas is at Tennessee tonight at Thompson Bowling. Tennessee minus six and a half at home against the Razorbacks tonight. I don't hate Arkansas in the points. That's a lot of points. I don't Especially hate. in low-scoring games like that. Yeah, I mean, I a seven-point win for Tennessee is kind of like a blowout. I don't hate those points. Yeah, I loved Arkansas in the points at Alabama because they were getting eight. And they lost by three? Yeah. 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 I, I'm, that's a tough week at Bama, at Tennessee. Yeah. And then Kentucky at home Saturday. Oh. Yeah. But their net is so good that they're in. Yeah. 19-10, 8-8 eight eight for the Hogs. Tennessee, 21-8, and 10-6. One thirty-four is your over-under in that one. Hmm. Florida, Georgia, the big over under one forty five. Yeah, neither team defends at all. Just <laughs> score, uh, and then tonight in Starkville, the Bulldogs trying to avoid a, what would be a catastrophe. South Carolina in town for Mississippi State tonight. What's that line? State minus sixteen. I don't hate South. I Carolina. I like South Carolina. If you're going to give me sixteen now, yeah, I don't hate sixteen points. Michi Johnson and Gigi Jackson. I can I can stay within sixteen. Well, sometimes State struggles to put the basket. Yeah. The ball in the basket a little bit. Now they're they're an elite defensive team. They might shut South Carolina down. And it's senior night. I, I'm assuming. All right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. Sixteen's a lot of points. That's a big line. That's that's a lot. I mean, hmm, I don't know there. And then uh, tomorrow we'll obviously talk about these more tomorrow. But Auburn's at Alabama tomorrow night at Coleman Coliseum. It's a six o'clock ESPN two tip for that one. Vanderbilt's at Kentucky tomorrow, 6 o'clock, SEC Network from Rupp. Wildcats have kind of figured it out, 11-5 and five in the SEC. And then tomorrow night, uh, Missouri's at LSU. So 
Tigers and Tigers in Baton Rouge tomorrow night. Kentucky's really good right now. Yeah. Kentucky's a pain in the ass six seed right now. Yeah. The final four, the semifinal games that you'd like to see it. Oh, the tournament? The tournament, yeah. You'd like to see Alabama, Kentucky. And then I think, I think you'd like to see Texas A&M, probably Arkansas in the final four because you get to see all the – I love watching Smith play. I mean, he he's changed Arkansas's profile. Miller's fascinating because with all of the stuff that's going on around him, he's playing incredible basketball, dominant basketball. And Kentucky's really good. Today, Bama would be the one seed, A&M the two, Kentucky the three, Tennessee the four, Missouri the five, Auburn the six, Vanderbilt the seven, Arkansas the eight, Florida the nine, Mm. Mississippi State the ten. Georgia would play LSU and Ole Miss would play South Carolina on night one. And so Ole Miss, if they won, would turn around and play Missouri on Thursday. It's not a terrible draw. (laughs) <laughs> that's not terrible it's not a bad draw now friday you have no legs and it is what it is but yeah so friday you would play yeah what is I mean, what i say missouri was missouri's the five uh, so the 12 okay yeah yeah i'd have to do the you play the four you'd play the four who's the four tennessee yeah you'd be in trouble today it's tennessee yeah, that would be problematic friday would, <laughs> friday would be an issue yeah that defensive with against, fresher legs against, against tired legs yeah. yeah yeah that's where getting to the getting to the the 40 point 50 point range would start being a little bit of a problem so, so you'd get arkansas alabama in a one eight quarter that'd be good yeah you would yeah quarters if it went scratch bama arkansas a&m vandy kentucky auburn Tennessee, Missouri on a scratch. That's not bad. Pretty good. Yeah. You like the quarterfinal Friday? Oh, it's a great day. Tell me the four games again. You get Bama, Arkansas. Bama, Arkansas. Be, I mean, Bandy sign, sign A&M. Me up for that one. Bandy, Bandy A&M. Uh, it's an interesting game, sure. Kentucky, Auburn. Kentucky just blew them out the other day. They did. And Tennessee, Missouri. Last time they played, the ball was in the air at the buzzer undecided, so sign me up. Sure. Yeah, and then again, one through four, Bama, A&M, Kentucky, Tennessee. So. Yeah. Dennis Gates having Missouri in, in line still technically, mathematically for a double bye. That's, he's done a great job. That's that's pretty impressive. He's done a great job. I mean, it really is. He's, he's, he's the argument for, hey, there are some. There are mid-majors out there that can get it done. Absolutely. And do it quickly. Uh, speaking of double by, I guess we didn't mention this. The Ole Miss women knocked off Alabama um, in Tuscaloosa, fifty-seven, fifty-five over the weekend. Kind of came back, struggled a little offensively in the middle of the game, and then played pretty well late. They uh, took the lead when Bama fouled them with just a few seconds to go. Kind of a weird foul they are there. Bama got it in the paint. Ole Miss blocked the shot at the buzzer to win fifty-seven, fifty-five. So the Rebels finish twenty-two and seven overall. They uh, win. 11 conference games on the year, and they do grab that four seed, so they are waiting on an opponent in the uh, SEC Women's Tournament. They will play in the quarterfinals on Friday against somebody after getting that uh, that double bye. So just a quick uh, quick 
update there. I was going to find a bracket for you just real quickly and tell you who they are going to play. Um, one second. Okay, got it up. Let's see. The bracket is... Ole Miss will play the winner of... Okay, so Vanderbilt plays A&M. The winner plays State, and then Ole Miss plays the winner of that. So State and then Vanderbilt or A&M, probably Mississippi State, obviously. So State and Ole Miss probably in the quarters. Okay. And if they uh, got past that one, they would face number one South Carolina in the semis on Saturday. Well, they wouldn't be scared of them. Done that before. They'd have their attention (laughs) in the event that they didn't the first time. Yeah, Don at least would go. Hey, look, guys, um, got a little, got a little deal here. So, um, your double buys in women's basketball: Ole Miss the four, Tennessee the three, LSU the two, and South Carolina the one. So, probably headed for another South Carolina LSU game in the finals between Don Staley and Kim Mulkey is where I would assume that. So, uh, where that's headed? Yeah, probably so. One o'clock on Friday is your game time for the Rebels. So, Ole Miss is looking at. Let's say they. Losing the semis to Carolina. They're looking at probably, what, a four seed in the tournament? The SEC has been, not been getting a lot of respect in that, which is weird. Like, I've always thought the women's, women's, I mean, the SEC women's basketball was pretty good, but I just have kind of noticed in some bracketology stuff that that's, that's not been been kind of how that's working. Let's see. I've got, it, I've got it up here. This was updated today, so actually an hour ago. Charlie Cream is who your women's basketball bracketologist is. Okay. Um, let's see. Looking at it quickly. Arkansas is in the first four out. That'd be a disappointment for them, kind of the way they started the season. Not getting in. Bracket. Okay. South Carolina, number one overall seed. I'm just looking for SEC teams. Georgia, a nine seed in Bloomington, Indiana. Ole Miss, see that? Yeah, that they're just not. It's not getting any respect at all. Ole Miss, a seven seed in this bracket. Oh wow! Yeah, how about that? In Iowa City, opening up with ten seed Kansas. I could finally go to Iowa City. You can go to Iowa City. If they beat Kansas, they would play uh, two seed Iowa, who is uh, red hot. That's Caitlin, Caitlin Clark, uh, who's kind of been one of the stars in, college, in women's college basketball this season. So yeah, Ole Miss currently, as of this morning, a seven seed. Bama an eight seed, Mississippi State a nine seed, Tennessee a five seed, LSU a two seed. Okay. Yes. There you go. Yeah. LSU on the bottom of the bracket with the one seed is Utah in that thing. Man, I remember when I was a kid, the women's tournament was bigger than the men's tournament. It was so exciting for in Ruston. Everybody got all I say everybody, not me, but a lot of people got super geeked up about the lady textures back in the day. What have what have, what have I gotten worked up on moonshine? He says Chase Ole Miss loves Chase loves Ole Miss running their mouth, but when other SEC schools run their mouth, Chase hates other teams. I hate Tennessee. Nobody runs their mouth like Tennessee. Everybody yeah. else is fun. Yeah, it was the only team you've expressed hate for. Yeah, I, again, I have my champagne ready. Yeah, you didn't you didn't say anything about anybody else. No, it's the it's the equivalent of. Dave Portnoy having all the champagne bottles of his enemies that he pops when something bad happens to them. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> it's. But otherwise, no, I had fun the other day. I thought from both sides, I was just enjoying it. I mean, I, I had no, I had no ill will against the Terrapins on the way they were, they were behaving. T says he has an unbridled hatred for Kim Mulkey. I saw Kim Mulkey play 
basketball as a college player in person numerous times. She played just like she coaches. Oh, well. No doubt. Bit of a spitfire there. Ready, a lot. Ready, ready to go. <laughs> she didn't give an inch. Okay. Um, no, my, 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 my deal for Ole Miss was simply be ready because everybody's going to bring that because of your banner. I mean, sure. that's what you're going to get throughout the year. So, Sure. Couple of uh, baseball notes after the break, but first, I'll tell you about Prime Shrimp. PrimeShrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you directly to your door. They ship them. You throw them in the freezer. Fewer than 10 minutes, freezer to plate with Prime Shrimp. Use code RG, code RG. You buy five pouches or more, and they are 25% off with that code. They've got seven different flavors again that are fantastic. They've got full meals in a bag, they've got different flavors available for you. So go to the website. Check out what you might like, including the two-pound bags of individually frozen shrimp. It's kind of like what's at the grocery store. It's a very higher-quality shrimp from the New Orleans-based company. So that's code RG with PrimeShrimp.com. Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. Brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. They've been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, they can help you. If your company is looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, they can help you as well. Keep in mind, payment of service is solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. You've got nothing to lose, so give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check out their site, servicespecialistltd.com. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter Healthier smile, 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing is available at CorinthDental.com. And we're brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails. Uh, There's a lot offered at Southern Traditions. Horseback riding, um, beginning horseback riding uh, offerings. Uh, You can even compete at nationally recognized competitions. Check them out on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. What uh, what style of rain do we have there? What flavor? It's uh, cherry limeade. Cherry limeade. Yep. Okay. It's good. Is it? Yeah. What's your favorite? Uh, probably the Red Dragon. That's one of my favorites, though. I like I like the cherry. Red limeade. Dragon's like a fruit punch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Typically, that is not one of my more whatever like not fl- a fruit punch no person. that's not like a red gatorade or something is not wherever where i would go there i still have a gatorade zero here and there i haven't had a real gatorade in a long time i much prefer powerade zero to gatorade zero. Oh, i haven't had powerade zero really mm. yeah I, I i i've really kind of got to drink it because i use so many elements but um yeah. i gator powerade zero orange has been typically what i will if it's that thing where you don't really want it at all unless you're really, really hot and sweaty, but it's like with Gatorade or anything else, it tastes completely different and you need it so much more if you're sweaty and kind of like needing yeah. a pick me up. Yeah. It's, it's a different deal. But yeah, I 
frankly, the element's probably cheaper even because, I mean, yeah. those Gatorades and stuff are not the cheapest thing in the world when you buy them in bulk and drink them to that level. I do the unflavored element while I'm running, and then I'll have a flavored element after I run. Oh. So the unflavored, it just tastes like salt for anybody who's yeah, curious. Yeah, and it doesn't break the fast. None of them do. Oh, really? Oh. They're only five calories. They don't break oh, okay. fast. Oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah, that's like their that's their thing. That's why I have it in the coffee in the morning. It doesn't break it. You're fine. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All good. Um, they say you can have up to two a day and not break it. That's oh. kind of the way they. Okay. Yeah. That's their 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 pitch to you at least is that it's up to two and you're you're okay. So, I don't know that I've had the Glacier Cherry Gatorade Zero. Ginger Rats. Oh, I've seen that. That's the clear one. The white one. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I just haven't branched out enough. Apparently. Um, Ole Miss throwing JT Quinn today against Louisiana Tech at 4 o'clock. The freshman uh, right-hander. I, I would really, really be surprised if they extend anybody these next two days. Um, JT Quinn's going to be needed over the weekend. Ole Miss simply does not have enough bullpen without him. I don't know who they're going to pitch tomorrow. They went TBA on that. And, I mean, I just – this is going to be some by-committee stuff unless I am really surprised today. Um, I do not think Mike Bianco is going to be willing to burn any arm going into Minneapolis this weekend over a midweek series against Louisiana Tech. No offense to Louisiana Tech. So, if you want to win, just out-hit them. Also, be aware there are some thunderstorms coming through tomorrow. So, you might could get a rain out. I don't think anybody would be overly upset by a rain out with La Tech tomorrow. Probably not. Probably neither team. Yeah. Hey, let's move on with our – Move on with their day. Is Tech any good? They were supposed to be really good coming into the year. I don't know that they've overly played well. Let's see. I can get that up real quick. They are starting a guy tomorrow that I'm sure he's only throwing like three innings, but he has a 22 ERA. Um, yeah, probably a small sample size. Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. we're in we're February 28th here. So. <laughs> probably had a bad inning. <laughs> I mean, literally. Yeah. It's early enough. You'll see some of that where it just has infinity. Yeah. Because they haven't gotten an out. It's like, okay. Uh, Louisiana Tech is four and three. Oh, they lost their season opener to BYU ten to one. They lost to BYU again eight to two, and they took two out of three from Nichols over the weekend, winning eleven to one and three to two, and losing eight nothing. Okay, they have not played a midweek game yet, but I'm assuming their starter is a guy who threw last Monday against BYU. BYU does not play on Sunday, so the series went Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Monday. Is that a problem in the Big 12? What are they doing? Because the Big 12 plays Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You probably will have to move games up to Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Every time BYU or, or plays? Or play doubleheaders on Saturday. Feels now, complicated. The weather would get weird. Yeah, of course. It's, it feels feels like a pain in the ass. feels almost like a non-starter, honestly, when you're talking about the conference. What do you do about women's basketball? They play every when They I, always play they do. Sunday. I guess you play on Saturday. Because it's, you know, it's always a deal because BYU has been decent. It's a NCAA tournament situation too in baseball because they always there's like a lot of moving around and parts and frustration with the NCAA baseball tournament when BYU has gotten in. So, grind brought up a topic a minute ago. We haven't touched on it. Probably yep. We'll talk on it a lot over the next few weeks. But sure. um, Florida State, the AD there. Was yeah, I have not vocal. read all this. Give me the quick cliff note. Uh, he basically was hand raised guy. We've yeah. been we've been waiting for Henry's guy. I mean, the sum, summarizing it very in a very rudimentary way. He and it said, came out of Tallahassee, and Clemson appeared to be on board. Okay. Um, yeah, you don't think the AD at Florida State called the guy at Clemson and goes, "Hey, God, what are we doing?" Yeah, no, there's a conversation. Yeah, sure. Um, basically, said it's not not acceptable. It's not acceptable. 
It's basically what, what he said. You look at the financial money that the SEC is going to get, that the Big Ten's getting, what they what they have in their deal, and he says it's 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 not. It's not again. I mean, I, we've talked about this so many times, and I feel like it's a broken record. Somebody in in these rooms at the places in the league that have um, cachet are saying can't do this, can't do this. Got to figure it out. Got to get out of this. There's a way out. It's a group of them have to get out together. And go their separate ways and break the deal. I think it's like six, five, six. Yeah, he said that uh, FSU and Clemson bring in twenty five percent of the revenue, but only get a seven percent share. It's a valid argument. No, it's more than valid, especially if you guys are trying to keep this conference together. But the rest of the conference isn't going to. You know what? You're right. We're going to give you more of the money, and we're going to take less. They're not going to do that. They're not going to do Ever. this is when Texas said this about the big 12, it was the beginning of their exodus. It was. And this was the beginning of the exit. It's over. And now you have these rumblings that the big 10 is indeed going to go westward, that those schools will take less at first to get in because less is going to be more than they were going to make in the pac 12. And so now they're talking about a four team expansion of the big 10. It's Oregon, Washington, Stanford, and Cal. That gets you to 20. The SEC is going to match that with four more. And the only thing is, with the SEC, unless those teams are willing to take less to join the SEC, ESPN or slash Disney, which is not exactly raking in the cash right now, is going to say, okay, how many of those teams, how many of those schools are worth that equal piece. An equal piece of the pie, which is going to be some $70 million or whatever a year. And the answer is not damn many. Is Florida State worth that? I don't know. Is Clemson worth, is Clemson's brand that big that they're worth that? I don't know. North Carolina, maybe. Virginia, probably not. I mean, you're counting on basketball if you even sort of think so. And good luck there. Yeah, well, you have to factor in the basketball, and I don't know that basketball is a big enough piece. And the rest of it is completely immaterial. Like, mm. well, so-and-so's good at baseball. They don't care. So-and-so's good at women's basketball. They don't care. It's it's football. Yeah, and Grant says, I mean, if you're Boston College, the ACC is going away anyway. Why am I taking less money for five years? No. Hell no, no, I'm going to get as much as I can. I'll stockpile it and then figure out where I'm headed. Uh, those, those schools should be very quietly calling the Big East and going, y'all want to run this back? Let's run it back. We'll have a football segment of the Big East, but let's get back into the basketball. Let's put our thing in Madison Square Garden. Let's run this back. Yeah. We used to be cool. Let's be cool. Oh, it was really cool. Shit. I mean, I didn't miss it. Yeah. Run it back because this is not going to work. And those those schools that are – and then the Big 12 is going to add those other four Pac-12 schools, uh, Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Utah. They're, they're going to join the Big 12, which will make the Big 12 a pretty respectable league, quite frankly. We're headed to like two super conferences and one kind of flex conference. And then I don't know what happens with the rest. I mean, I, I don't know. 
Florida will lose its mind if there is consideration in the Florida well, state. Well, sure. Being in the sure, and they should. They're going to push back hard. It's one of the reasons that it's never happened in the first place. Is Florida State that sexy? They're not to me. I mean, I you know. Yeah. FSU's AD said they'd be third in the SEC in non-TV football revenue. I mean, okay, okay, but that's cool. But that's a weird way to phrase it. Yeah, the question TV is, revenue is what matters. The rest of it, okay. Yeah, fine. The question the question is what are you worth to Disney? Yeah. Maybe you're worth a lot. Maybe they look at it and go, you know what? Oklahoma, Florida State, SEC Saturday's worth it to us. I don't know. Beats me. That's all that matters. It's whatever the mouse thinks. That's it. it. That's it. If the mouse says they're good, okay. And maybe they look at Clemson and go, you know, Clemson, Alabama on a random Saturday in October, sign us up. We think Clemson's. Has, we think Clemson's going to say maybe this is a topic for tomorrow. What is the topic for tomorrow? Yeah. Can, I'll read up on the statements and be a little more well versed and educated. But has Clemson gotten the benefit of the doubt that it's Clemson, not Dabo, in this run? That's a question Disney has too. Yeah. Is hey, are we just in this period, whatever? And then what are they? Who when, gives a damn about Clemson post this period? Yeah, when Dabo leaves, and they replace Dabo with fill in the blank. Are they still a big deal? I don't know the yeah. answer to that. Yeah, you know what is what is the what is the mouse? Look, the SEC wants North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Okay, they've wanted North Carolina for a long time. Yeah, that hasn't gone away. I think the mouse would pay for North Carolina. Yeah. What if North Carolina said, "Hey, here's one of the stipulations: those you got to take Duke." Does the mouse go? You know what? Duke's big enough as a brand and basketball and stuff. We'll deal with it. And Duke's a big basketball brand. Oh, huge. Huge. You could sell Duke Kentucky on Tuesday night. All day. I mean, you know, CBS would take Duke Kentucky, make it a Sunday game at 1 o'clock in the afternoon and go sign us up. Yeah. You know, Duke, Texas, college basketball, that would be a big game. Be a big deal in Oxford. Can you imagine how big of a deal when Duke Duke comes comes to town? Packed. Yeah, sure. Especially if you're worth a shit. Yeah. Duke goes to Arkansas when Duke yeah. goes to any place that cares. Duke goes to Missouri place would be people hanging off the things. Is that big enough to take them in football where they're not good? It would help your academic stamp. Sure. I don't know the answers to all these things, but that yeah. here's what's it's what's coming. That's why the, the, the there's all this obsession with what's going to happen with scheduling. And I just, I, I can't get obsessed with it because it almost feels like non-league college baseball to me. Like it's going to be over. So far. You can get worked up about Louisiana Tech, but it's not going to matter at all when you play LSU and Arkansas and Florida. I'm kind of like this with the schedule. Like it's only going to be for a couple of years. Who cares? The league's going to expand to twenty. Yeah. All right. We'll go talk about that more tomorrow. We'll go through some of his actual statements and some of that. We will uh, talk about whatever comes between now and then. Again, Ole Miss baseball. Four o'clock, Louisiana Tech, Ole Miss basketball, Texas A and M. Eight o'clock, ESPNU, the channel for the Aggies and the Rebels tonight. So uh, coverageorgrove.com throughout the day. Head on over there for the conversation as the day goes on, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that seventy-five percent of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.